we're back. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome. Welcome back to the Four All Hours Podcast. My name's Jamal. I hope y'all are doing well. <laughs> Melbourne's on the town. We've been let free. So it is a fucking free-for-all, baby. You know what it is. It's a very exciting time to be alive, kind of. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> anyway. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone's had a good week, a oh, week and a half. I went, I didn't intentionally skip a week, but I was just like, ah, oh, I'm in the middle of stuff. I got, yeah, job shit and uh, teaching and moving. So um, this is being broadcasted from the new crib um, overlooking my neighbours, apparently. <laughs> Um, a slice of the Balti Bridge, and uh, if I can do my math correctly, probably Essendon. Is Essendon that far? I don't think Essendon that far. It might be like where the fuck am I? <laughs> I've lost my bearings. Anyway, no, that's not Essendon. I'm so lying. That's like Carlton. Overlooking Carlton. Um, I'm currently sitting in the middle of. Uh, unpacked boxes and an unfurnished apartment. This is the most, like, you know, single mid-twenties I've ever felt since um, I got absolutely flamed by everyone in the group for only sleeping with one pillow. (laughs) So I'm literally just, like, all the, you know, podcasting shit's connected, but I'm just sitting on a beanbag in the middle of this floor. <laughs> like, the TV's not even facing the right way. You know, there's boxes everywhere. It's going to be a long next couple of days, but I'm very excited. The place is very fun. Um, you know, high-ish ceilings. It's got a nice green feature wall, which is fun. It's definitely green. <laughs> Um, and it has up lighting. That's something that I didn't not know existed. But you know, you know, I have down lighting for everything. There's like two shelves. About uh, depends on how tall you are. Probably if you're like six foot, like head height. It's just up lighting. It's really nice. I'm I'm really enjoying this apartment so far. I'll enjoy it even more when it's fucking furnished. <laughs> Yeah, uh, having no furniture is strange. Oh, hello, neighbours. Yeah, I've got neighbours across the way, and... Yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) Okay, someone's just sitting on their balcony just looking at me, so that's fun. Welcome to the city, I guess, but... Yeah, there's there's a lot been going on. Um, We got released (laughs) Thursday night, which was exciting. Um, so yeah, the city is back. Melbourne is a buzz. Is that a word? A buzz? It's up and about. Um, cause Thursday, so last Sunday is when it got announced that lockdown would end a week early. I was like, fuck yeah, that's sick. Um, we reached 70% vaccination. So from Sunday, um, I got my vaccination on the Monday and whoa, I don't know if it's just me, but the second one was worse than the first. 
I don't know why it's not supposed to be like that, but I felt so bad the next day. Like, I slept all day. Like, I barely got up. I couldn't cook for myself. I ordered takeout, got some Thai food. Um, Which is, like, my go... I don't know if you guys have, like, go-to meals that... It's not comfort food, but somehow make you better every time you have it. For me, it's red duck curry. If I'm sick or I have a cold or anything of the sorts, I will just have a red duck curry and I will feel like a million dollars. Which is fun. <laughs> it's a cheat code. I'm cheating life. So that was Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday um, was a beautiful day. Um, and I had the pleasure of going to teaching, um, which we are doing outside at the moment. Um, in the cricket nets <laughs> next to uh, the studio that I work at, which was fun. Good to see all the kids. They were happy to be back. Um, yeah. That was Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad to be moving here because getting to teaching without a car is like a task and a half. Because um, like getting from Cheltenham to the city is a task in itself, and now there are bus replacements. And then getting from the city to Bandura is like, strap in your seatbelts and put on a fucking feature film, because it it's like an hour to get there. So, it is what it is. It's, you know, the price I pay for wanting to move and not have a car, so it is what it is. But, you know, it's a nice tram ride. I, sometimes I read a book, sometimes I listen to podcasts, um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> hey, I've, I've got a lot of free time on that tram. Um, and then Thursday, Thursday was a whole lot of nothing. It's, I'll talk about this later. I, I had a lot of, uh, mental health issues. What's, what's the step down? Just wasn't feeling good. Well, let's say that. <laughs> and my mood dramatically changed throughout the week. Um, Thursday was just a waiting day. Like, I deliberately slept in because I was just getting so antsy about, like, being, you know, let out of lockdown and being able to do stuff and moving and all that shit. Um, Friday, so Friday morning, we're free. We're free. All the cafes are open. I went downstairs um, uh, at my place in Cheltenham and there's a hairdresser that shares the same building as us a line around the block the cafes the choco block inside and out and there's like so many cafes in our little section so it cheltenham was busy um which was good to see and yeah <laughs> so friday morning I do my usual shit and then I went into the city early before teaching because I had um, a meeting with the real estate agent to pick up the keys um, for this joint. So I had that meeting. I was walking around, you know, exploring the area. I was like, hey, I'm a local now. Very exciting. And then <laughs> I got the keys. It's like a 15-minute appointment and then I got here and I was just like, well, now I have like three hours before I need to be at 
teaching. So I was just like walking around looking like a dickhead. I felt like a tourist in my own city. Um, oh, God, what are you doing? Sorry, the neighbours are very active. <laughs> I don't know if I like it. I should probably close the windows. Um, and where the fuck was I? Yep, walking around tourist in my own city. Um, found Guildford Lane, which is fun. Um, a little, like one of those classic Melbourne laneways. Good coffee. A lot of good coffee around here, which is good. I'm excited to explore that. Um, because I'm an absolute thought for coffee. And then, yeah, (laughs) then I went to teaching, did teaching. Um, it was long because basically, because it's outside, we, it is very weather dependent, obviously. And last Friday, um, it got rained out and we just cancelled the class. And we'd be like, yeah, we'll just make class next week an hour. And these are the kids. These are like small children. Like no one is older than nine. And nine's the old one. Uh, like one of the girls in the acro class is like four. Four or five. And I'm like, jeez. It is a tough gig. And then the boys are even worse than the girls. The young, ki- young kids are a lot. Parenting is tough by the looks. Like, it's a couldn't-be-me kind of moment. Um, for now, anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was like f- an hour, and I got 30 minutes in, and they were getting so restless. And I was like, look, I've brought a footy. We'll, <laughs> we'll like, do five more minutes of dancing, and then you just run around. Um, and that's exactly what they did. <laughs> I just sat back, played some music, and they just threw footballs at each other and ran around and meowed. Is that a thing kids do? Kids just meow. That was so bizarre. I was like, why are you guys meowing? They were just like, Ooh, I don't know. I wonder what I did as a kid. I wonder what age. <laughs> it's different for everyone. What age did, be- did you become like conscious? What's your first memory? I think mine's at like five. Five? Do I remember anything before? And my memory is definitely getting worse by the day, so this definitely doesn't help. But like, I remember my first day of prep. Do I remember kinder? Oh, I actually kind of remember bits and pieces from daycare. Like, very bits and pieces. Like being, you know, pushed around. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was the small, the small sick kid, um, and now I'm a tall sick kid. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Um, Friday, <laughs> Friday evening, um, absolutely fucking booked it to the pub after I finished. I was like, <laughs> wrapped up teaching, and then I was like, "Thanks, guys. See you next week." <laughs> Off to the dram. Ran back to the city, went straight to the pub. The old local um, hotel animal on the corner of King and Little Burke. If you haven't already, uh, go see him. Say Jamal set you. They'll know. Because <laughs> they all know who I am. <laughs> Walked in the door. Henry was just like, hey, look who it is. Long time no see. I was like, oh, I get a fucking 
greeting party do I? Thank you. That was great to be back. Went to the pub with Ash. We had a lot of beers. It started... <laughs> we're just like, what are we doing in terms of beers? We were just like, jugs? Like, All right. <laughs> so we had, we had four jugs of beer between the two of us. And then we got onto shots. And then the night got weird. The night went from just like us shooting the shit and catching up over beers to like we got approached by these old because it's like a dive not not a dive bar it's like a classic rock bar so it's not like top 40 hits it is like old school they were playing like guns and roses Ozzy Osbourne like old rock bands all night so you get the old codgers who like you know drink Bundy and Coke and beat their wife. Um, so it was a lot of those guys. Because Ash, Ash, that's Ash's shit. That, like, he, all that music is like, he loves that shit. So all the old folks were just like, <laughs> you know that shit. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they were talking about whatever. And then there's like a, a window, not a window. Was. Well, what am I trying to say? Anyway, basically there's a bar and there's a, like, there's the bar <laughs> when you walk in and there's, like, a bar on the other side of a wall and there's, like, a little gap where you can see through and this girl was just, like, sitting at the bar staring at me all night and I'm like, okay, hi. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> she came around, sat next to me and she was like, you've been staring at me all night. Don't flatter yourself, darling. <laughs> um, she was like, oh. I was like, yeah, kidding. Not really. I was like, I wasn't staring. <laughs> I was just like drunk. I was so drunk. But by the time we got our like third jug and then we were doing like shots of rum and whiskey. I was like, so spaced out. Evidently, all the drinking that I did in lockdown did not prepare me for this moment. <laughs> anyway, she comes around the bar and she's like, oh, hi, I'm... She introduced herself as Anastasia and I was like, I know that's not your name. Because she, like, giggled and she was with her friend who um, was gay. I was like, yeah, but it's Anastasia and Xavier. And they did the whole, we saw you from across the bar and, you know, we think you're... Blah, blah, blah. Like that whole thing. And I was like, shut up. No, you're not. <laughs> What's your name? Stop being annoying. So it was Seb and Jen. Interesting lot. Interesting lot uh, you get at the animal. But <laughs> she's very forward and outgoing. And I was just sitting there. I was like, oh, good God. <laughs> she came up and she was like, well, what do you do? Like, yeah, I'm a banker i'm a flight attendant i'm also what else did she say she did um a teacher at no not a teacher bank attendant flight attendant there was one other job there was one other job and then she was like i also do only feds i was like oh geez you've got a lot on your plate there darling I was like, how, how do you make all that work like, oh, I don't know, I just I just do and I make a lot of money. I was like, good for you, good for you. And she was like, yeah, do you want to be on my OnlyFans? I was like, what the fuck did you just ask me? She was like, 
And it was so explicit. It was so explicit. She was like, yeah, I can do this and we can do this and this and this. I was like, ma'am, we are at the bar. Like, the bartenders are just over there. There's, like, another group either side of us and it's just me, Ash, Seb, and Jen. And I'm just sitting there like, ma'am. <laughs> well, what's that? What's that video? It was just like, man, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> I was just like, are you good? Like, Jesus Christ! And she's like, yeah, we can fucking da, 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 and we can do this, and you can slip this, and fucking do this, <laughs> flip me backwards, and lick it up, and whatever. And I was like, all right, stop. <laughs> this is a lot. I know I haven't. Uh, even been <laughs> remotely active in terms of like you know dating and women but i was just like chill pipe down so that was interesting and then we met two other girls i don't know how we got there we were oh, what were we doing oh we were just chatting and then there were two girls at the end of the bar and ash bonded with one of them because her name was ash they were getting along so i was talking to a friend who looks like Natalie Dormer. If you don't know who Natalie Dormer is, she's from Game of Thrones, which I haven't watched, but she looks exactly like that, but shorter. Um, yeah, and then, like, went outside and into, like, the smoky area. We're just, like, standing there. I was like, why, why are we here? It's cold. It's raining, and, you know, <laughs> I'm not smoking. And then, sure enough, I you'd think I was smoking cigarettes like they were about to ban them. Jesus Lord. <laughs> and some old habits kicked in. Um, but yeah, that night out was interesting. It was good. It was just good to be back out. It was good to have fresh tap beer shots that weren't served from my bar and, you know, seeing some old mates and meeting some new people. Because, um, yeah, Ash left because <laughs> he, he was just... It's one of those things where, you know when people are just like drunk and then just leave? It's just like, oh, I'm heading off. I do it all the time. It's like if I'm tired or really drunk, I'll just be like, okay, cool, I'm done. See ya. Like, dap everyone up. You're like, okay, cool. See you next time. So I was just stuck with our two mates that we met and Jen. And I was just like, what the? This night does not end well for me unless I get out of here right now. Um, <laughs> so our two friends left, um, and they were really nice. They were lovely. Um, Ash and Bethany, they left. So it was just me and I was like, just sitting by myself for a bit, finishing my drink. Um, and then, <laughs> and I left and I was messaging Brie at the time. And she was like, yeah, I'm at the 12.03. Can I say that? Yes, I can. Because I haven't said the address. <laughs> but the 12.03 is where um, Broad and Lockie live. And I was like, oh, cool. What have you guys been up to? She's like, yeah, we've just been drinking. Uh, we went out for whatever. And I was like, well, if you're still up in 10 minutes, I'll swing by. It's like, yeah, sure. Called her twice, didn't pick up. So I just rocked up. Sorry, Broad and Lock. <laughs> I kind of just rocked up. But it was really good to see those guys. It was um, 
those two, Tiggy and Bree. No, it's just good to have a chat. Um, catch up. Uh, as brief as it was, because I was fucking totaled. Genuinely, after 11 o'clock, I did not remember much. Like, I remember basic outlines of events that happened. Like, I can tell you that, you know, <laughs> it's like marking a milestone. You're just like, okay, 11 o'clock, <laughs> we went outside. S- something happened, Ash left. Something happened, I'm suddenly smoking like it's going out of fashion. I leave. I turn up at Brody's. <laughs> and then and then I'm just like asleep. And I was just like on the couch in the worst position ever. I woke up and my head was so sore. Not even because I was really hungover, but because I like slept sitting up because I'm a fuckhead and I basically just passed out. But um, yeah, that was good. It was good to see those guys. I'm, I'm, what I am so unbelievably excited for is the first like get together with all of us, like the whole group, like Molly will be there. I'm sure Mosh will be there. Um, I can just, just a big group and it's just going to be a big fucking cuddle. <laughs> I'm just excited to see my friends, um, which will be really good. So yeah, that was Friday. And then today, um, recording on a Saturday night. What's the time? It's nine o'clock. Fuck me. I need to go home soon. Um, yeah, I woke up and I was so rough. <laughs> I woke up on the couch. Bree was leaving. Um, she had to go to work at like six thirty. I was like, "Fuck your life." Um, then I actually woke up. It was me and Tiggy. I was like, "Oh, my phone's dead." <laughs> cool. Um, so yeah, woke up. Tiggy left, and I was just like, "Well, I'm not gonna leave it like this." I, you know, fucking <laughs> put the couch back together and put the dishes away and shit because I was just like, yeah, it's a nice thing to do. And then left, came to this place, my new house, <laughs> charged my phone and just passed out the carpet for like an hour. Um, <laughs> and then I went home, bus replacements made me want to die. And then I was supposed to start moving because Alia left the car so I could start moving stuff. I just went to bed. I was so tired. I was so sick. I hadn't been that drunk in like a week. <laughs> but at least I was at home. <laughs> yeah, going out is rough. But I love it. I missed it. I'm happy to be back. And then, yeah, I've just been moving all day. Had, uh, yeah, heaps of boxes moved up. Um, <laughs> I finished the last like round at seven-ish. I was like, yeah, all right. Um, need some dinner. Went for a walk about nice Korean place around the corner. Checked it out. That's that's what I'm most excited for is to just to find some random shit around here that I like fall in love with. There's this really interesting like basement bar that I want to check out. It's called Bird's Basement. It's like New York jazz bar, which like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna fucking love it. <laughs> and I it's gonna be a first date bar. Because that is, that is definitely the type of bar 
that screams like, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it's such a wanker thing to do. But that is like my entire personality is like, if I ever went on dates, I'd be like, okay, I know this really cool place where you have to, you know, do a kickflip to get in and then, you know, know the secret handshake, type in the passcode and then walk through, you know, a fridge. Because like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, it's just impressive. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Jungle Boy on Chapel Street, but it's behind a uh, sandwich shop like a deli, and you just walk through. Like, it's an actual sandwich shop where you can buy sandwiches, but you just walk through the fridge, and there's a whole tiki bar. Like, it's insane. Um, and there's, like, a speakeasy-type bar behind a coffee shop on High Street near Jungle. Like, there's just so many things. And, like, Berlin Bar... In Chinatown. I'm just giving away all, all my trade secrets. <laughs> but go to these bars. They're so cool. The Berlin Bar is like one of my favourites. Um, Berlin Bar in Chinatown. You have to go like up two flights of stairs after going through an alley. And then you have to buzz. <laughs> you have to like get buzzed in by the waiters. And then, yeah, it's Cold War themed, which is super cool. Like the Cold War to me is so fascinating. I think it was part of my history assignment when I did history at uni. Um, What are they called bars? Beneath Driver Lane is like a blues bar. Um, Down, I want to say Hardware Lane. Oh, no, Driver's Lane. That's why it's called Beneath Driver Lane. Um, Near H&M. It's like a downstairs blues bar. It has like one of the best back bars in the city. So much whiskey, <laughs> so much whiskey. It's so good. So yeah, that's that's what I'm most excited for is just to go out to bars because there's one near, kind of near my work called Movida, and I only found it because I took the wrong street to go to work. Like that's just to me, that's just the coolest shit when you accidentally do something and accidentally find something cool. Like that's just awesome. I love shit like that. I'm such a like I'm <laughs> such a thought for like over romanticizing stuff. Like I watched like Princess Bride and La uh, <laughs> La 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 Land, and I'm just like, wow, that is so beautiful. I'm such like ah, I'm such a sucker. I'm such a <laughs> like a romantic, but like in a little bitch way, you know. That well, I love it. Ah. I just love love. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, so that's been my week. It's been an eventful week. It's been an eventful week for everyone. So, you know, look after yourselves, please, for the love of God. Um, and, yeah, it's it's going to be sick. Summer is going to be so fire. I got a new job. I have got offered two jobs, two really good jobs, two really well-paying jobs, and I took one of them. <laughs> actually took them both. I had to be like, yeah, <laughs> to the other one. I was like, I'm sorry, I got this going on. Um, but yeah, it's in Brunswick on Sydney Road. Very excited. 
<laughs> went through Brunswick the other day. And, like, that's the other thing about moving around the city. People out, like, my age, ugh, heaven. That's all the most... Oh, no, in this, in this building alone, I saw the most beautiful woman <laughs> in, like, a green sweater and we had like a matching tattoo and I was like fuck off fuck off she had like a little knife tattoo just below her like collarbone but like in the center what's that your stern no above your sternum whatever and I was just like no way absolutely not (laughs) (sighs) I'm getting back my bullshit where I'll just walk past anyone and I'm like oh it's the love of my life. I feel like a Joe from you. <laughs> I, I tried to start watching season three and it's just so hard. I loved the first two seasons and I know I'm going to like season three. But there's just so many like triggers for me where I'm just like, I've just got to stop watching this. This is hard to watch. Not in a, this is done poor, like uh, directed poorly or acted poorly or anything. It's one of those things where it's just like, oh, <laughs> like heaps of crying babies. I'm like, fuck, stop. <laughs> I need a break. Um, and yeah, so I'll get onto that. But yeah, I love love, man. I just want to be in love, man. Yeah, well, baby steps. Um, yes, new job. Wow. Um, at an upstart cafe called Pogo on Sydney Road. So we open in the middle of November, I think. So if you ever want a coffee and you're in the Brunswick area, hit me up. I'll be in my Doc Martens trying to fit in. <laughs> trying to fit into that Brunswick shit. What else? What else is a stereotype of Brunswick? Like outwashed black denim jeans and a flannel shirt. And... Eye makeup. Dark eye makeup. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll be fun. So I'll, I'll have three jobs. I'll have teaching, I'll have barista and bartender gig. It's going to be fun. And they're all part-time. So it adds up to like, if it goes if it goes away, I think it will go. I'll be working about like 40 hours a week. Because I'll be probably be working like 20, 25 at the cafe. And then probably like 15... At la di da, depending on the government, and like four at dancing. So like it's chill. It's so chill. Cause like cafe cafe shifts are so fucking easy. As I did so many trials, and I was just like, I forgot how easy it is to work at a cafe. Like making coffee is so easy. <laughs> it's so easy to do. Okay, doing really good coffee is like. You have to be good. And I'm good. But like, it's one of those things where it's just, you just, your day flies. Because you're up so early. It's like, wow, I've done so much before, you know, 10 o'clock. Well, like seven till three, which is like, well, then I've got the entire day ahead of me. Like nightclub bartending is a push sometimes. I'm pretty sure it's the hours, but that's all right. Um, The Weeknd released a new song, and boy, boy, it is, like, I genuinely watched the music video on the tram ride to dance, and I have not stopped listening to it. It is amazing. 
Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd, um, Moth to a Flame. It is so... I cannot... I cannot understate how good I think it is. Well, first of all, where the fuck have Swedish, is Swedish House Mafia been for the past ten years? They they were huge around the twenty. I want to say twenty eleven to like twenty fourteen, when EDM was just everything. It's like it was Swedish House Mafia. It was Daft Punk. It was. Avicii, David Guetta, Skrillex was a bit more like dubstep, but like those guys, just super easy radio-friendly hits. There were a million of them. Calvin Harris was another one. Um, But yeah, it is such an amazing song, and the music video is so cool. Um, It matches the vibe. It it gives me uh, big Matrix vibes which is cool. It's just so cool. Ugh, bro, The weekend is so cool. Abel is the coolest. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I just, I love his artistic ability. And I watch his music videos, I'd be like, he'd be a great actor. If you've seen the Take My Breath music video, he'd be an amazing actor. Um, and I think he's acting in something that's coming up. Or, like, directing. He's, he's got his own shit. But I just think he's the coolest dude. He's so cool. Um, yeah. Like, the song is amazing. The, uh, I, uh, the lyrics... Uh, I was reading an interview with someone who helped produce the song. Um, I can't remember his name. He has credits on the song. And basically, apparently, in the studio session, first studio session with Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd, The Weeknd was just looking through old text messages and they wrote the entire song on the spot. Like, that is fucking bananas. That is insane. He's basically gone, oh, yeah, I remember this. All right, time to write an incredible song. Before I divulge on the weekend's other stuff, like this song, the lyrics are perfect. It is so cool. It is effortlessly toxic. <laughs> it's basically just like the whole song is. Um, it's so it's so fire. He, he basically starts a pre-chorus by being like, "Yeah, he's um, he's great for you. Um, he makes you feel like you should." Um, your friends think he's the one and his love for you is true. And then it's, but, <laughs> like, well, he's about to ruin it. <laughs> and then, uh, what is it, but, um, does he know that you call me when you sleep? Does he know the pictures that you keep? Um, does he know what makes you cry? Does he know where your heart lies? Where it truly lies? I'm like, Yeah! The Toxic King is back. He's back. Bro, that is so wild. Because I think it, it it might be about Bella Hadid. It's either, I don't think it's Selena. Because Selena got the uh, My Dear Melancholy treatment. <laughs> Selena with a rare W over the weekend. Any woman with a rare W over the weekend. 
Um, but this, yeah, this is basically just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys are great together. But <laughs> does he know you still fuck with me? Oh, it is so, and his vocals are incredible. The, the weekend could be on every EDM song for the rest of my life, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. It just goes so well together. Um, and that's one thing. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I'm a big <laughs> The Weeknd fan. Um, but it's one of those things where I've been listening to like his entire discography recently. Like I'm obsessed with the trilogy, House of Balloons, um, Thursday and Echoes of Silence. Like amazing. Um, I listened to, fuck, what's it called? Kissland for the first time, like a couple of weeks ago. It's good. It's so overhated. Like it's fine. <laughs> Cause I've heard so much negative shit about Kissland. I listened to it, I was like, yeah, it's fine, it's good. Tears in the Rain is beautiful. And then Beauty Behind the Madness was amazing. Like, it's, that was the first album that really got me into the weekend. Um, and then what, Starboy, huge. My Dear Melancholy, that, that, that did some shit to me. <laughs> I went through a breakup around the My Dear Melancholy time. I was like, wow, this is what it's like. I finally get the experience. <laughs> it's like if, you know, Frank Ocean announced a new album coming out soon, I'll be like, oh, okay, who am I going to start dating so they can break up with me so I can be miserable? Um, and then he dropped After Hours. Really good, incredible storytelling. And now we're going to get wow, this new Dawn concept, uh, which is really exciting. And that's one thing I really like about The weekend is that all these albums seem to be like largely conceptual and kind of bleed into each other. Especially this after hours into New Dawn territory. Um, yeah, super cool. Just a super cool dude. Love his stuff. I'm just a big fan. Abel, I'm a fan. What can I say? Um, all right, let's... Before um, we wrap it up, I have some shitty TikToks. Um, I'd like to preface this one by saying this man looks like a uh, like a knockoff Louis C.K. and he's wearing tight denim jeans, uh, a black t-shirt, and a flannel. So let's give this one a whirl. Just never be a beta. Just never, ever do it. It is death. Never, ever, ever do it. Okay? Just wipe that out of your mind. It is Nothing good comes from that. Ever. Okay? The only thing good is if you're like in jail and you're about to get shot. You're like, okay, okay, you know? Other than that, if you're in a free society, don't do it. It's just, it's just, it just doesn't happen. It cannot happen. Okay? Now, going from there, and by the way, the sooner you accept this, the easier life gets. You're like, oh, life is actually awesome. When you accept it, as long as you don't accept it and you're like, I just want someone to like me for the real beta me, your life's going to be freaking miserable. People around you will be miserable and you will be miserable. So just get over it. Now, okay, it doesn't mean to walk around paranoid and alpha male is comfortable with themselves. Now, going from there, what you have, okay, the, the number one trait of an alpha is there's is self-comfort. So just be comfortable with yourself. Stop being uncomfortable with yourself and hiding. Just- the fuck does that even mean? I'm so good. <laughs> It's so bizarre to me. 
First of all, he looks like a beta just quietly. He's wearing running shoes with jeans and he's cuffed the jeans. Rookie mistake. Uh, <laughs> I don't get the whole alpha, beta, and there's like a whole sigma trend going on. <laughs> Sigmas are actually better than fucking alphas. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who cares? The whole... And, and it's very rooted in... Um, like the old school patriarchy type of shit where they're just like, oh, the male has to come home and, you know, after work and provide for the family and the wife, you know, fucking cooks at home or whatever. You're just like, I thought we were past this shit. It, bro, bro, it's 2021. You're like, oh, don't be beta. Like, also, is that something you can just choose? Is, is beta just a state of mind? Who knows? Anyway, I, just, I saw that during the week and I was like, fuck. TikTok is a wild place, man. Actually, also, uh, one more before before we head off. Um, yeah, this one. The Squid Game is literally the worst show I have ever watched in my entire life existence. <laughs> and that's the same guy who, uh, in last week's uh, shit TikTok, was like, <laughs> uh, what was it? People telling me, you're so fine, you're so fine, whatever. Come over and get railed then. Same guy. Um, I still haven't watched Squid Games. So I, that's something I absolutely have to do. I've got multiple recommendations. And it's just it just seems to be everywhere. So I will watch it. But it's one of those things where he's just like, absolutely being different just to be different. It's just so fucking frustrating. He's like, bro, just shut the fuck up. No one asked. No one asked for anything. Okay. <laughs> now I'm just mad at a guy for just expressing something. That's the other hard... Like, I say nothing means anything anyways. So I'm just like, why am I posting on social media? Because no one cares. But then I'm like, I'm posting on social media because no one cares. It's the two sides of the coin. I'm very conflicted in my mind. Anyway, it's been a, a fucking eventful week. I am tired. I'm going to wrap up this podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure to talk at you today. My name's Ben Jamal. It's been the Four All Hours Podcast. Now that I'm in the new crib, I'm definitely going to start like doing more in-person interviewee types. Not interview, but just like chatting with other people because talking by myself can get a little boring sometimes. With that being said, thank you. I love you all and have an absolutely amazing week.